everybody, this is Yoga with Adam, and I'm Adam Hoke. This is episode 130, Deep Side Body and Core Flow. So it's a full-length live class, and we're going to do a little bit of everything, so we have a nice warm-up where we get to just mobilize and roll around and feel good. Uh, And then we'll use our standing poses and everything else to feel into side body, uh, and often in the shapes that we neglect it. So it's just a way of paying attention. Along the way, we'll throw in some crow pose and some core work and some side planks. So we will have fun with that, or at least people in class did. We don't need much, just maybe a block and a brick. Enjoy it. So good morning. Let's start seated or child's pose. As you settle in, breathe into the back of your rib cage. And let that breath get broader and wider. And through that, let it get a little slower. And before we begin or do anything, ask yourself how you're feeling. Physically, how you're feeling. Emotionally, how you're feeling. Then... Decide why you're here and what you need out of this. Whatever it may be. Sometimes the first thought is the best thought. Now the breath or two, just so you seal that in. Then let's begin in a very active child's pose. So if you're not in child's pose, get yourself there. Child's pose can have knees at any width. And I want arms actively reaching forward. If child's pose isn't comfortable, you can do the same thing in puppy dog and just have the long reach of arm. So hands are shoulder distance wide. Arms are straight and active, and in that, elbows will lift off the mat, wrists will probably lift off the mat, and shoulders will broaden. If you feel a little slumped or rounded, feel free to lift the head and the shoulders a little bit up in space so you can have some more room. Feel the length of each side. Then let's accentuate one side, and we'll do that by walking both hands over on a diagonal to the right, keeping the hand shoulder distance to begin with, and you find the diagonal that's interesting for you. And then you can stay, or the left hand can keep going until it's closer to the right, or maybe even on top of the right. Reach more through the left side by reaching out through left fingers and back through left groin, left thigh, left hip. So make sure that left arm stays very, very active. So at no point should it be like bending and flopping to the floor. It's very long. Good. Breathe into that accentuated length and left side. Then come all the way back to the middle and just reach evenly through the middle. 
Then walk on the diagonal the other way, keeping the hands shoulder distance wide to begin with. Find the angle that works best for you. And then you can stay or the right hand can keep going until it's closer to the left, maybe even on top of the left. Lengthen out through right hand and back through right thigh and groin and hip. Breathe into that side that's a little bit more tensioned because of the shape. So you can feel it and we get to know this region. Good. Come all the way back to center and this one last time, reach equally through both sides. See if now you're a little bit more alert and aware of the side body. So from waist through rib cage up to armpit on the side. So we'll work with that region in a variety of ways. Bring yourself all the way up to all fours. Two or three times cat cow. Just grease the wheels a few times. You want to throw a little shoulder roll or neck roll into it, go for it. Next time you are in cat pose looking backwards, stay there. So the spine is rounded up towards the ceiling. Shoulders are falling down the arms, which are straight and very active. Neck is rounded, back is rounded. How much space can you make in between the shoulder blades? Stay with that one more breath because it's nice and interesting. Then come to a neutral all fours. Walk the hands a tiny bit further forward in space. Then reach the right arm up into the air, turning to the right so you have a little bit of reach and twist. Then take that right arm, snake it underneath the left arm and through and out to the left with palm up. Come down to right ear, right shoulder. You can always put a block or something underneath your head. Left elbow bends towards the ceiling and back behind you to help you turn. Recreate cat pose in your lower back. Or not lower back, excuse me, in your upper back between your shoulder blades. So there's that broadening and rounding of upper back. And the straight arm pushes into the ground. So it, it's not just sort of there. It pushes into the ground. Okay. Walk yourself all the way back up to all fours. Pause and breathe. Same thing, other side. Reach the left arm up into the air. Then snake it through. But we make it active. So first, just, you know, the, the right elbow can bend and help you turn to the sort of the opening. Upper back does a little bit of cat pose. So there's a rounding and broadening of upper back. And the straight arm pushes into the ground. So it's not just there, it's pushing. Yeah, I quite like to come onto left fingertips. I always have room to turn. Yeah, good. Come all the way back through. A couple times, cat cow, play with that space you made. <laughs> Then, pause in neutral, tuck the toes, bring the hands a little forward, and then take a lot of time to come up and back into downward facing dog. As you come into down dog, you can bend and straighten legs. As you do that, you can turn the hips and the feet a little bit into it and just warm up the side body and waist. It's a little bit like you're wagging the tail of your down dog. So we get into that reach and get some motion. Okay. 
once or twice more each way. Don't be shy about it. Then end up in a very stable down dog for you. If you would feel more stable in all fours, you can do that. Raise the right leg up into the air. In a moment, you're going to get confused and want to do different things. Just keep the shoulders and hips where they are and the down dog in position. Bring the right knee in towards your chest. And then remember when I said keep your shoulders and hips where they were and you're going to get confused. So it's still down dog, but there's a knee in towards your chest and the hips are still up and back into your down dog with the leg in. Then spin the thigh around within the hip socket from that position. Yeah, so that's the challenge. Good. Big circles with the kneecap. Drawing big circle of thigh and hip socket. There we go. Then circle the other way. Getting some motion. Yeah, getting us ready for our standing poses later. Reach the leg high up into the air. Point and flex the foot slowly, going to end range, not just flopping. Make circles at the foot. Circle other way. Step through low lunge and drop the back knee. Hands on hips. In your low lunge, look at your back shin. Dial it in about 45 degrees so it's a little bit more steady for you. Right forearm to right thigh. Chest turned open to the left, so it's sort of like half of a side angle. Top arm reaches up and over. and Just make a circle with left arm in shoulder socket. And then feel for yourself the difference if you just sort of fling in, in with no resistance, no power, versus you reaching and controlling the range as you go. So obviously I want the second, reaching, controlling range. Reverse the direction of the circle, trying to open up more range than what is easy. Good, one more. Then end up with that top arm reaching up and over towards the front of your mat, like a half side angle with palm facing the floor. Also like side angle, right arm can go down inside bent right leg as low as you want to go. Push the right arm into the bent right leg. Reach through the top side. Breathe through the side of the ribs facing the ceiling. So the top arm's reaching to the front of the room with the palm facing the floor, which is different than reaching straight up. Bring the hand all the way down, step back to plank pose. Strong arm, you're pushing the floor away. Legs are reaching, belly is lifting. As I've been telling classes, my 70 year old mother now holds plank for a minute and a half. I know you're not that age. <laughs> One more breath, we won't do a minute and a half. Drop your knees, roll down. That's not to shame you, that's to inspire. Okay. <laughs> Interlace the fingers above the lower back. Lift the chest up, lift the arms up, but keep the feet on the ground and feet a little bit wide, feet on the ground. So fingers interlaced or do your best. From here, we'll go on a little wild ride. Roll onto your right shoulder, right ear, keeping feet where they are, keeping feet where they are, keeping feet where they are. Reach the knuckles back behind you in this position. Okay. Then come through center, do the same thing the other way. So this is sort of the fun stuff I do at home that you get to do now. Come all the way back to center, reach up and back through the arms and through the legs, lift the chest. Good. 
back down to the floor, lift up to all fours or plank, and then downward facing dog. So it's just down dog or all fours, and we're gonna add a leg lift, but we don't change the down dog. Raise the left leg up into the air. Without changing down dog, bring the left knee in towards the chest. Shoulders and hips didn't move. Circle the thigh within the hip socket, like you're drawing a huge circle with your kneecap. Big. Many of you can do much more than what you're doing. Reverse the direction of the circle. Then reach the leg way up into the air. Point and flex the foot slowly. Going to end range of pointing and flexing. Then circle the foot so it gets a little bit different area. Yeah, a little clickety-clack is fine. Circle the other way. Step through, low lunge, drop the back knee, hands on hips. Look at the back shin. Turn it in about 45 degrees so it'll support you. Left forearm, left thigh, chest rolled open to the right. Then reach the right arm up and over. Go to end range of reach and then circle back slowly with power. Do that three or four times in that direction. Not just flinging softly, it's a reach. Reverse the direction of your circle. Then end up with that arm reaching towards the front of your mat, palm facing the floor. And then left arm can stay or come lower down into the leg. If it comes lower down, push the bent leg into your left arm and the left arm into your bent leg. Good. Breathe through that top side facing the ceiling. It's getting lots of space. Good. Bring the hands down, come into plank pose. Hands spread out and push. Belly has a little bit of engagement and lift. Legs lengthen and press. So key to plank is making it a full body action. Not just belly, not just arms, not just legs, everything. Along with you breathing and focused. Good. Drop your knees, roll all the way down. Set up for cobra, but have hands forward of the shoulders and wider than the shoulders, maybe as wide as the mat. Then bring the right hand a little bit backwards and left hand a little bit forwards. Press into hands, come up into a cobra that's crooked and angled to the right. Come all the way back down, and then we turn it the other way. Left hand back, right hand forward. You can play with the distances. Come up, cobra, angle to the left. Come back down, turn it to the right. You can play with where the hands go. Angle to the right. Try to straighten both arms. Come back down, angle to the left. Come back down and then set the hands underneath the shoulders, default position, or a little forward for less, a little backwards for more. Use an exhale to come up into cobra. And then we press through feet, press through hands, keep pubic bone on the mat and breathe into this new shape. Elbows roll back, good. Come all the way back down, lift up to plank or all fours and then downward facing dog. So in your down dog, along with a million other things, can you just breathe into the sides of your waist 
and your ribs and know that region. Into the sides of your shoulders and armpit and know that region. Good. Walk yourself forward, standing forward fold. Take a moment. You can play around with how wide your feet are or how much your knees bend or not, but find an interesting fold for you that it doesn't feel like a bummer. Strong into your feet. Roll up slowly. So we'll roll for this round, but not others. Once you're up, close your eyes or look at a still point forward and down. Remind yourself why you're practicing and why you're here. Let's move together. Inhale, the arms go up. Straight up without back bend at first. Exhale, fold all the way down. You can bend your knees if that's helpful. Come up halfway and inhale. Long spine. Fold and round. Inhale, rise all the way up. No back bends. So sort of get arms up before you add the back bend. Then hands release through center. Inhale, arms go up. Fold. Halfway up. Walk to plank pose. Drop your knees in plank. Drop your pelvis forward. Roll the shoulders back. Set the feet for up dog. Take a breath. As you exhale, lift the knees. Straighten the arms. You're in your up dog. Breathe in your up dog. Then drop your knees. Tuck the toes back to downward facing dog. Okay, so we'll just have a little moment to feel that before we try to do it in motion. Within your up dog or your down dog, just breathe into the sides of body while hips rise up, while arms push the mat down and back. Good. Exhale, step forward. It should take two or three steps. Come up halfway with the inhale. Fold. All the way up, arms straight up first. Once you can do that, add a little back bend. Then hands relax through center. Adding on, inhale, arms go up. Fold. Halfway up. Walk to plank pose. A breath in plank. Drop your knees, half chaturanga tricep press to the floor. Set up for cobra. Press hands and feet, cobra. Up and back, downward facing dog. Then no fuss, just hips up, waist long. Arms very strong, like they can push the floor down. It's really good. Bend the knees and exhale. Hop or step forwards. Halfway up and inhale. Fold. All the way up, arms straight up and bend back, bend. Hands relax through center. Last one. 
Inhale, arms up. Fold. Halfway up. Walk to plank pose. Make it a very strong plank. Breathe in plank. Knees up or down, chaturanga or rolling. Up dog, cobra or locust. Use your arms. Then downward facing dog. Hips rise. Arms push. Can you breathe into sensation, feeling of length in your sides? And keep it that simple. Bend your knees. Hop or step forwards. Halfway up, inhale. Fold. All the way up. Straight up, then back bend. Hands relax. All right, step the feet hip distance wide and turn the feet a little bit out. Hold the bones of your hips, then slide up to soft waist. Pull the skin of soft waist up to your bottom ribs. Keep that length. Breathe into your hands. Exhale, sit slowly halfway back into your squat. Sit, sit down and back. Inhale, rise with hands in place where they are, straightening leg. Exhale, sit halfway or three quarters back into your squat. Keep the length. Inhale, rise, breathing into your hands that way. Exhale, sit to whatever depth down and back you can control or want to go to, but don't lose the length. Inhale, rise back up. So don't lose that space. Exhale, sit down and back. Inhale, up you come. Last one. Sit down and back. Stay. Make sure however low you are, you still have length where the hands are. And then bring the hands to prayer. Stay with hands in prayer or reach the arms up into the air to accentuate the length of the torso. And if you cannot accentuate the length, that's a cue to get a little higher with the butt. One more breath, a little higher, Kate. A little higher, yeah. Then bring the hands down, set for plank. On exhale, hop or step plank chaturanga. Move through your back bend. Then we'll meet in downward facing dog. Okay. Breath or two, just symmetry, simplicity of down dog. Raise the right leg up into the air. The straight leg on the ground pulls backward. The left waist lengthens. Keep that limitation, bend the top leg, turn the hips open. Then ask yourself, have you lost the pullback of left leg and thigh? Have you lost the length around the left waist? If so, do a little less with the top leg, good on them. Then step through warrior two. Take a couple breaths to set it up. I would say for most people, heel to heel alignment or wider, probably not heel to center arch. Hands come down to touch the bones of your hips. If the right hip is lower than the left, lift it a little bit up. 
Slide the hands up to soft waist, up to bottom rib. Keep that space. Breathe into it. Press the right thigh to the right so you have a root and draw the right thigh into the hip socket. It's going to be challenged when we now touch the rib cage and turn the rib cage open into the pose. Keep that. Reach the arms forward and back. Bring this foot a little bit to the right and that back foot turns forward. And then you'll get more hip security. One more breath. Bring the hands back down to the bones of the hips. Lift the right hip up and bring the left hip down. Slide the left hand down the left leg and right arm up and back into your reverse warrior. So we initiate the reverse warrior from the lift of the right hip. Is right thigh still pressing out? Is right knee bent? Can you breathe into where you touched in front of hip and waist and rib cage? Good. Come down forearm to thigh side angle. Top hand on hip for now. Top hand on hip, forearm on thigh side angle. Press through the back heel and lengthen through the top of the head. Use the left hand that's on your hip to slide across your belly and go to the ribs that are closest to that bent bottom leg. Lengthen the ribs out towards your armpit and then hold your rib cage, turn it open into the pose. Keep that, reach the arm up and over into your side angle. So we use our hands just so we can feel and know. Two choices from here. Bottom arm can go further down towards the floor or a brick, or bottom arm can reach forward into the air to challenge your core into the pose. Both sides of you lengthen. So right ribs lengthen out, left ribs lengthen out, left side lengthens out, right side lengthens out. Bring the top hand to the hip, bottom hand to floor, brick, or air for half moon pose. So you raise the back leg as right hand comes down. It can touch something or it can touch nothing. Reach the top arm up into the air. Have the memory, sort of the phantom hand comes underneath, lengthens your bottom ribs, turns the rib cage open. Another breath, looks really good. Step back to high lunge, hands on hips. Take a moment to land. And then you can shorten or lengthen your stance or you can drop a back knee. Send both arms up into the air. Low belly lifts. Waist lengthens, rib cage lengthens. Right hand grabs left wrist or forearm, lengthens it up, and then over to the right in a side bend without turning chest to the floor. Back heel is high, low belly is lifted, and you're going up and over. Good. Bring the arms back up to vertical, unclasp. Then bring the hands down to the floor to frame the front foot. Right hand touches the top of right thigh and then feels back to where the thigh meets the hip at the hip crease. Pull the thigh back into the hip crease, lengthen the torso forward and turn the chest open to the right. If you feel a little slumped, you can be on left hand, uh, left fingertips or fist or a brick. Keep pulling the right thigh back and then maybe right arm reaches up into the air in a twist. So we have those two things happening at once. Thigh pulling back, torso lengthening forward. Top arm reaches up and over towards the front of the room. So we sort of tell ourselves, I want to lengthen that top side and that's going to help me twist. I want to lengthen that top side. It's going to help me twist. Bring the hand down. Step back to plank pose. From plank, drop your knees. You're in all fours. 
We're going to do side plank, right hand, right knee and shin, and left leg. So just roll onto right hand, right knee and shin, lengthen the top leg, the left leg back, and reach the left arm up into the air. That bottom shin will probably turn in. So we're on the bottom knee for this round. We're on the bottom knee for this round. Good. Press firmly through the right arm. Reach the top arm up and over. Lengthen out through the left leg on the ground. Good. Option, float the top leg. One more breath. Come all the way back to all fours. You're in all fours, breathing in and out. Same thing, other side. Side plank, left hand, left knee and shin, straight right leg on the ground. Reach the top arm up. Roll the bottom shoulder away from the ear and then reach the top arm up and over. Option of lifting top leg. So wherever you are, make sure that bottom bicep externally rotates, good. Then come back down, all fours. Plank pose, breath, chaturanga, up dog, or cobra, locust, or whatever you do in this little interval, okay? And we meet downward facing dog. Okay, good news is we get to do the other side. Raise the left leg up into the air. Pull the right thigh back, lengthen the right waist. Then bend the top leg, turn open. Have you lost the power of that bottom leg or the length of the right side? Good. Step through warrior two. If you didn't land where you wanted to land, shorten or lengthen your stance. I'm advising that we have a little gap between the heels and a turn of the back foot a little bit in. All right, hold the bones of your hips. Sometimes the front hip drops below the back, so try to level them out-ish. Hold the soft waist, lengthen it up. Have that space. And just so we can work with what we got, push the left thigh out to the left firmly, drag the thigh into the hip socket. Then hold the rib cage, keep the thigh in place, turn the rib cage into the pose. Then reach the arms forward and back. So all those things are hard to do simultaneously. So just sort of do your best, but sort of know where things might get floppy. Looking past your front fingertips, breathe into all the spots you touched or paid attention to. Good. Bring the hands back down to bony hip. Lift the front hip up, back hip down, slide the right hand down, and then you can move into your reverse warrior from that initiation. Left thigh might want to unbend or knock inwards. Try to keep it in place. Breathe into that left side. Good. Come down forearm to thigh, top hand to hip. Keep hugging that left thigh back and in. Lengthen through top of head. Hold the ribs closest to the front bent leg. Lengthen them out towards your armpit. Spin the rib cage open with your hand. Reach up and over into the side angle. You can stay happily here, or the bottom arm can go lower down, or the bottom arm can reach, accentuating both sides of torso. Can you breathe not only into the top side of the rib cage, but the bottom side? Good. Another breath. Top hand to hip. Move into your half moon pose, taking your time.
Standing leg draws back, top arm reaches up. Can you lengthen out the ribs closest to the floor? Can you breathe into that spot? Very nice. One more. Step back, high lunge. Arms up into the air. So you can always shorten it or lengthen it or widen it or narrow it or drop a knee. So do you personalize. With the left hand, grab the right wrist or forearm. Go up first, then up and over. There's a lift from low belly, from waist, from ribs, and then into that bend. Good. Last one. Back up to vertical. Hands come down and frame the front foot. Left hand touches the top of left thigh, draws the left thigh back and into the hip crease. So you just slide the hand back. Then from there, lengthen the torso forward and turn into twist. Keep that, keep turning open, and then the top arm can reach up. If you feel like you don't have space, you can be on bottom fingertips, fist, or brick. Keep drawing the left thigh back. Top arm can reach up and over. And you tell yourself length on the top encourages twist. A little scrunch on bottom encourages twist. Good. Last bit. Then bring the hand down and step back to plank pose. All right. So last time we did it on our knees. This time, no knee. Right side, side plank. Of course, you do a knee if that's better, or you do a forearm if better, but the progression is now into no knee. Top arm reaches up and over. So the bottom side scrunches, the top side lengthens. If you want, lift the top leg, have a breath. Good. Bring the foot down, come back to plank or all fours. Breathe in and out a moment. Side plank, left side. Watch the top hip doesn't roll back. Maybe lift the top leg. Definitely reach the top arm up and over. Good. That top hip, Joe, roll a little forward. There it is. Good. Come down, plank, chaturanga or something like it. And then we will all meet back in down dog and then something restful. So child's pose or something restful. To encourage down regulation of nervous system and everything that's making heart pump and you be a little frazzled. Slow, wide breaths into back. Good. Okay, gather yourself at the very back of your mat and come into a very casual squat with heels lifted and knees wide. 
And we're all going to do this together and just enjoy the fun of it. So you're at the very back of your mat. Reach the arms forward and in between the legs until hands are set like plank. Have a breath. Exhale. Froggy hop forward. I love the sort of pause where you considered that. (laughs) Get all the way to the top of your mat. It can be big or small hops or crawls. Try to land soft. And then once you're at the front of your mat, you guys are so serious about this. (laughs) Hop backwards. So you're not turning around. You're just hopping backwards. So reverse direction. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to do that at least once more, forward and back. Big or small hops. Try to get a little height if you can. And have a little joy in your life because you're hopping. Once you get to the back of your mat, (laughs) come into a standing forward fold. Separate the feet hip distance. Bend the knees enough you can step on the palms of your hands. If that doesn't work out, just hold your elbows. Straighten the legs against the pull of the arms down and broadness of the back. You can bend your elbows out to the sides if you'd like. So are your teeth crashing together? Is your neck really scrunched? How's your breath? So we'll return to what that froggy hop is leading up to uh, in a moment. But just sort of know that we, sometimes you can do playful things to prepare for serious things. Okay. Walk it out to downward facing dog. Raise the right leg up into the air. As you exhale, bring the right knee towards the outer right arm, as high up in the air as you can get it towards that outer right arm. Inhale, the leg up. So that one more time. Exhale, the knee towards the outer right arm. Inhale, the leg up. Step to high lunge, hands on hips. Then look at your back foot, drop the back heel so it's sort of like a warrior one stance. Interlace your fingers and reach the arms up and no need to turn the chest forward or turn the hips forward. You're sort of in between warrior one and warrior two. So high lunge, back heel down, arms reaching up. Actively reach up through palms and down through back heel. Good. Keep the legs where they are. Unclasp the fingers. Fold down sort of towards the top left corner of your mat and then walk the arms out on a diagonal without the right thigh following inward. So the right thigh presses out to the right, arms reach out on the diagonal. Just enjoy just your folding on a diagonal. It's a little slower and less demanding than what we've been doing. So have a breath. Then walk the hands back to the top of the mat. Walk back to downward facing dog. Inhale, the left leg up into the air. Exhale, the knee towards the outer left arm, still in the air, quite high up, as high as you can get it. Inhale, the leg goes up. 
Exhale towards outer left arm or armpit, very high up, depending on your proportions. Good. Inhale the leg up. Step through high lunge, hands on hips, drop the back heel. You'll slightly angle to the right, and that's okay. Interlace the fingers the other way, sort of weird way, and then press the palms up. Reach up through palms as you ground through back heel. Just a couple breaths. We're letting this be just a simple, nice thing. Good. Unclasp the hands, fold down on that angle, sort of towards top right corner of mat or thereabouts. Maybe it's the top right corner of your neighbor's mat. Reach as much as you can without the left thigh wanting to follow. So that's a sign that you've gone too far or if back foot is lifting, you've gone too far. Good. One more. Walk hands back, back to down dog. Have a breath or two in down dog. Come through to sit. Hold the backs of your thighs with knees bent and you on your butt. Hold the backs of your thighs and then tip back until your feet lift and you're balancing in a bent leg boat, boat pose, but holding your thighs. Allow lower back to round, shoulders to slightly broaden and round. Active toes and spread foot. Stay or don't hold the legs, reach the arms forward. Make very strong stop signs with the hands. Very strong. Good. Another breath. Okay, then feet come down, hold ankles and shins as feet come together, knees widen, sort of seated bodhikanasana. <clears throat> Get a little nudge and lift from lower back, thighs actively pressed to the floor unless that hurts your knees and then do less. One more breath, just pushing feet together, pushing thighs down, lifting up through spine. Keep feet together and knees wide, but hold the back of your thighs. Keep the same position. Tip back into the sort of boat pose, but now knees are wide. So that's our fun variation. Draw the knees towards your armpit. So they might have to narrow a little bit depending on your frame proportions. Stay getting knees toward armpits or, uh, or stay holding or reach the arms in between the inner knees. So straight forward. Stop signs with arms. So it's sort of like crow pose that's been tipped over. We call it crow boat if we want to be cute. Get the knees toward the armpits, lower back a little rounded, upper back a little rounded. Strong stop signs, not casual hands, strong stop signs. Good. Come back down, feet together, knees wide. Okay. Option one. You like what we just did, you get to do it again. So the sort of crow boat. That's option one. Option two, you flip the whole thing up onto toes and arms forward. So it is actually crow or bakasana. Knees attach as high up the upper arm as you can get. Depending on your proportions, you can be on the back of the arm or the outside. So you're on your butt and you're now balancing or you're on your toes and you're tipping weight forward as elbows bend back. So one of those things, you're on your butt and you're balancing, you're on your toes, you're tipping weight forward. If you're tipping weight forward, one or two feet lift. If you're on your butt, you're holding the legs or you're making stop signs. One more breath, nice work. 
Good. And then come back down. Pause. Okay. Options. Do whatever you just did or you switch and do the other thing. Or new options. Same thing, but you're on your lower back. Feet together, knees wide. You reach up towards the ceiling to make the core strengthening shape. Or crow pose people. Many of you happily got up. If you happily got up, once you're up, one knee releases into center, goes back. Other knee releases in, goes back and down. There's always more. And there's always less. You're on your butt or you're on your back or you're lifted in crow, one knee in, one knee out. There it is. Okay. And then we change. Yes. Oh, yeah. We can work on the Bacassana variation. Yes. Okay. And when we've had enough, we all meet down dog or puppy dog or child's pose. You can even do forearm down, down dog. It's sort of the last time we'll do it. We've been going through this sort of side body stuff, but also into how that attaches to the core and the front. So it's your deep, deep postural muscles. Okay. Then let's all meet seated, two straight legs forward. I could even give you more Bacasana variations, which are awful. The Bacasana variations, horrible. They make you feel really low. All right, hands behind you, about a foot distance, two straight legs forward. Turn the fingers and the arms to point outwards towards the size of the room, size of your mat. Staying in this position, slump the chest back. Okay, so you're not your common yoga instruction. As you slump the chest back, bend your elbows towards each other, towards center line. Keep the elbows bending towards each other and center line. And then stop slumping, lift the chest. But elbows keep bending in towards each other and center line. Active legs press down, chest lifts up and a little bit back. If you did a lot of weights yesterday, you might feel it. Not like I'm talking about myself. Okay. Then slump. Walk yourself back up to vertical with the torso. We're going to do our wild thing that requires a lot of setup, so it's not wild, which is what I like. Okay. Refined, seeing the error of its ways. Bend the left knee. So you're starting with two straight legs. You bend the left knee. Right hand goes behind you. Fingers point backwards. Roll onto the outer edge of right foot, outer edge of right leg, and right hip. If you know side plank or wild thing is going to be a big deal for you and you don't want it to be a big deal, bend the right knee and you'll come up on knee and shin rather than edge of foot. Press into what's on the ground. Lift the hips. Reach the top arm up and back. It's side stretch. The bent leg heel can lift. Bent leg heel can lift. It starts as a side stretch, and then maybe the chest rolls to face the ceiling, and the top arm reaches like it could touch the back of the room and maybe the floor behind you, as long as right shoulder feels happy. Good. Come all the way back down. Change sides. So it's the right knee that bends the left leg that lengthens out, the left hand that goes behind you. Slowly come up, 
Wild thing on the other side. We're spiraling plank. The right knee is bent, the right heel can lift. It's side stretch or it's turning to face ceiling, reaching behind you, reaching towards the floor behind you, as long as left shoulder is happy. Good, come all the way back down. Lie down, set up for bridge pose. <coughs> Knees bent, hands by your side. If you think, I'd rather do wheel pose, then you set your hands by your head. You, you will have two or three opportunities, so you can do both. Press through feet, roll up bridge, arms by side, or wheel, hands by head. Press into feet, feet are dragging back towards butt. Arm pressure down is what is lifting the chest. For bridge people, arms sliding a little bit underneath helps lift the chest. Good. Slowly come down, because you're gonna get a couple more rounds. Slowly come down. Play around with the position of your feet if it didn't feel quite right or it didn't feel strong. Again, bridge or wheel. There's a little bit of glute strength found by pressing through heels, dragging back through heels. There's definitely arm strength in all of them. Can you breathe into your side ribs? Good. Then come down. We're going to do one more in a second. Take a few breaths on the floor. If you're coming up into upward bow with ease, it's now time to start working on inverted staff. So I'll guide you through that once you're in wheel. Roll up, bridge, or wheel. Beyond wheel, once you're in wheel, top of head on ground in between hands, fingers wrapped behind head, forearms and elbows down like headstand. There it is, Alma. Okay. Everyone use strength of arm and leg. Everyone breathe into sides of waist. Good. Last little bit. When you're fatigued, you come out. Inverted staff, next time try to come up into wheel at least a little bit first before you come out of it. Everyone do nothing. Always my favorite thing. And it's usually about this time, it's like, it's like ready. Oh, I can do nothing. I'm okay. So just feel your body after all that stimulation in a variety of different ways. Open the arms to a T-shape or a cactus shape. (coughs) Knees into chest. Knees fall to the right in a twist. Left hip can scoot back a little bit underneath you if that feels good. Top leg can wrap around bottom if that feels good. Let it be mellow. The whole thigh wraps around, not just the feet. Let it be mellow. You're just passive. Bones and gravity are doing it. You're just along for the ride. Same thing, other direction.
Back to center, hug knees in or happy baby. Breathe into your wide back body. Release, roll to your side, come up to sit, cross-legged, right shin in front. This is where the narrow block might be helpful or folded blanket, especially if your knees are high relative to your hips. Feet as wide as the knees, shins parallel. Very mellow, just fold forward halfway or all the way. Nod the head down or look down. Just three or four more breaths, just into back body, outer hip. Okay. And then come up. And then the main event for me here is we'll do one last side stretch. So right hand on the floor to the right in line with your bones of your hips. Right elbow will bend down and in towards your hip. Reach the left arm up and over into your side stretch as right elbow bends down towards floor and down towards hip. You can always walk the right hand a little further out. Check that right shoulder isn't lifting. And then you can look down, you can look up, you can look wherever your neck says, I like that. The top arm can continue reaching or it can bend and you can hold your head. Last couple breaths into that side being tensioned. Super slow motion, come up. Close your eyes or look down. Just see how it feels to stretch deep within. Change the cross of your leg, it's left shin in front or the other side. Feet as wide as the knees, shins forward. So feet as wide as the knees means as wide as the knees. Fold forward. Let it be mellow, so no big demand. Come up, and then let's do our side stretch. Left hand, a little bit out to the left, in line of the hip. Left elbow bends straight down towards floor and hip, not backwards. Right arm up and over. And left arm can always walk a little further out. Be cautious that you're not turning down towards the floor, which just means something else is happening. We want this to be side stretching. You can reach or you can hold the head. Breathe into what's being tensioned.
will motion rise and then feel. Feel what you did. Stay seated, breathe and meditate, or lie down, or any restorative shape, and we'll stay a few minutes.
Feel where you are as you breathe. Then take a lot of time to journey to seated. If you've been seated and want to move a little bit, do so. We'll all meet seated with eyes closed or looking down. Hands on your body, which is you. It's not separate, so feel. Remind yourself why you practice today and why you will continue practicing as you leave. And so it's not just about us Hold in your heart those who also need the practice, but maybe don't have it. In support of ourselves, each other, and anyone else in need, let's breathe in. Breathe out. Bow or touch the ground to close. All right. Thank you, everybody. Take good care of yourselves. Thanks for listening. Check out more at adamyogapodcast.com. And please leave reviews wherever it is you listen. It just helps others find the practices.